Hello and welcome back to The Cult Standard, your movie podcast for all... We interrupt this program to bring you Courage the Cowardly Podcast, starring Mike and James, your cowardly hosts. Hello and welcome back to Courage the Cowardly Podcast, the first and only podcast to review every episode of Courage a Cowardly Dog. My name is James. Stupid podcast co-host. My name is Mike. I made you look bad, did I? Um, (laughs) Get away from me. We don't need no stupid dog for that. I think this is the first... I feel like that line, that get away from me line, is super iconic I think this is the first time. Oh shit! I don't know what episode we're reviewing right now. We're, we record two. Clearly, episodes you time. don't. Spoilers. I, was, I, I can't even think of what, 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 where in. Oh, because we're doing two. Yeah, because we're doing two at a time. This was in the the medium. Yes, the medium episode, I think, which is not. The, that's not the, the very one. last one. The James. very last one. So that's why it's fresh in my head. But I think that's the first time where he's like, "Get away from me." Uh, oh that's right yeah it is but i feel like that's a really iconic line right you know interesting not to me it didn't register that way to me i could be i mean that could just be my own memory failing me Hmm. i there are actually a couple of lines that we're going to be talking about in our first couple episodes here that totally like it triggered something in my brain because it it brought me right back to being a kid again um yeah, sorry we'll to that in a second. Sorry, but. sorry to pull back the curtain here, um, but uh, yeah, we uh, we we tend to record two episodes at a time because they're, they're quick, they're easy, and uh, you know it lets us makes us so we don't have to record as frequently because you know it is like a it's it's several hours and Mike and I have to bullshit about yada 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 for at least like you know ten minutes of uh, uh, chit chat. How you say? Um, just 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 hold the phone for one second. <laughs> what curtain? What what curtain are we pulling back, James? We've never, uh, we don't put on airs. We don't That's put true. airs on the show. All right. All right. We're... Well, it's, it's inside baseball at least. Come on. Uh, <laughs> fine. Yeah. Um, so th- on this episode, not at all recorded at the same time as our next one, we are reviewing episode five of Courage a Cowardly Dog. Um, and you might have seen those at five A or five B, or as nine and ten on on you know streaming services that shall not be named. Um, and we're Night of the Weremole. That's the first feature. And mm-hmm. the B plot is Mother's Day. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to jump right into Night of the Weremole, which, damn, did this start out on a really high note. I, I <laughs> love when I love when it just kind of comes right out with the premise. Um, it, you know, I feel like we're kind of entering a, a period in the show that is particularly hard on Muriel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so sad. But also, I mean, also that that Eustace gets his licks in this in the in these few episodes. Not not as many as he should, but he gets his licks. Uh, oh no! In, ca- in case you're uh, following, you know, our uh, in case you haven't been following our, our ongoing podcast, hatred of Eustace. Yeah, so we that's kind of our shtick at this point is that Eustace is a bastard, and uh, we hate him. We hate him so mm-hmm. much. <laughs> well, and I mean, hey, hey, this is a very redeemable episode for him. All right, because he spends the majority of it. Uh, attempting to find a way to hit his wife over the head with a mallet. Yeah, it's a, this is a this is a better episode. 
of Eustace. <laughs> yes, this is him. This is him really stepping up to the plate as a moral. <laughs> He's character. on a good day. So yeah, it it does start <laughs> out just like jumps right into the premise with a uh, Muriel um, in in her Ooh, garden, and there's a, a, a cute, cute little a, rabbit. Oh, cute little bunny, and the rabbit eats her. No, it doesn't. But <laughs> I was kind of. I mean, I was. The thought did occur. Yeah, it did to me because I wear rabbit, right? <laughs> but right. this is a wear mole, and you see soon see a, a tremor like you know mole feature creature then you know tunneling under the dirt toward toward muriel and the rabbit and sure enough it just it just eats this dang rabbit (laughs) and that rabbit was pretty darn cute it was a cute rabbit yes yeah (laughs) i mean so muriel's just kind of you know kindly picking one of her carrots to to give to the rabbit turns around only to find an enormous gaping chasm in the earth out of which <laughs> fate emerges. And by fate, I mean a mole. Yeah. And so um, there's so many times in this show, and what I know it's going to be a good episode because it, something will happen that makes me kind of like viscerally react. Usually it's a like my, you know, I, I have to blink and step back and my eyes get really loud. Like, what? <laughs> and like the, with the things that, that they do with the mole in this episode, which is like him eating people. <laughs> And I'm like, oh god, they're they're going there, man. Um, oh, but also, all while the while all this is happening, um, Courage and Eustace are are just hanging out in front of the TV as as per usual. Um, and and I actually really like their, the, this recurring uh, motif throughout the episode of uh, this this '50s B movie playing on TV that, of course, Muriel dubs her favorite show. And, right. Uh, I just really like that detail. It, it just puts you in just the right mindset for a Courage the Cowardly Dog episode. Um, like B-movie tropes or B-movie ideas um, uh, w- presented with the absurdity of animation. And I, I absolutely love it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it reminded me a bit of the um, the little gag in Bats where with the when they were showing Nosferatu at the theater. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Or or uh, Troll Two, where they're watching the most bizarre movie I've ever seen in my life um, in the car. There's like a, a monkey or a, a, an ape of some kind finds an egg and then rockets away. And uh, yeah, yeah, they're watching that in Troll Two. It's the most bizarre thing, and apparently, it's a real movie. I usually save it for the end, but this seems like a natural time. We the Courage Cowardly podcast is a spinoff podcast of the Cult Standard podcast, where Mike yeah. and I review a different cult movie that we've never seen before and decide by the end whether or not to join said cult. And uh, yeah, we've done a lot of great episodes, both on Troll Two and on Bats. Uh, which, yeah, which are great movies. You should join that cult, and you should listen to those episodes to decide for yourself. Um, yeah, so. We are still on Night of the Weremole, and where so during this garden, she's like, you know, the the bunny gets eaten away, eaten, and, and she like reaches down into the into the hole. It's like, oh, the bunny just went in the hole, um, and with the carrot, and then she gets bitten, and she goes to this doctor who's like, everything's fine, even though her this hand is this is, is the first memorable line that that triggered some nostalgia for me. Oh yeah, um, nothing to worry about, nothing to worry about, nothing at all, nothing at all. Just that, keep, just keep I it. don't. I don't know if either this doctor made a very big impression on me as a kid or oh. if the doctor comes back in subsequent episodes and says the exact same thing. Yeah. But that, that 
that line stuck in my head. <laughs> with, with that get away from me line, I think it must have been used in like the advertising for this show. Because yeah, maybe because it, it definitely like triggered a memory. I'm like, what? I, get away from me. I I feel that's just a th- yeah. It, it keeps happening at off moments in this show that I'm not prepared for. Where I'm just like, huh? Oh, that that stuck in my brain. <laughs> right. I didn't realize it, but that's been in my head <laughs> for, for decades now. <laughs> just unlocked it. Uh, so Muriel, uh, even though he's, even though the doctor says everything is fine, Muriel uh, it soon turns into a weremole, uh, which is, you know, just a big, rabid creature. She she's still mostly recognizable as her, which you know, of course, lends even more credence to the idea that uh, that Eustace is a bastard because he doesn't realize it's her despite uh, courage saying no 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 it's not a rat it's it's a muriel i also really like that the, the rules for this uh wearmole transformation <laughs> they, they they seem pretty loosey-goosey in a great way um where so uh, we do have a uh, a perfect by the way three parts um uh, introduction, reminder, and payoff structure for the doctor. So his part two comes when Courage, seeking help for Muriel, uh, brings the doctor to their home. And uh, you have this wonderful, suspenseful moment where, you know, Muriel's watching TV and you kind of expect her to turn around and, and you know, be her normal self so that the doctor won't understand what's wrong. And uh, she does for a moment, <laughs> but then it turns out that her secret is that she's always wearable. <laughs> And she destroys, she destroys that doctor so you're, in what he dubs the worst, the worst case of chicken pox he's ever seen. Yeah, and you're, you're alluding to two of the moments of this episode that maybe do that thing I think about where I just re- have this visceral shock reaction. First part mm-hmm. was, so Courage goes and gets the doctor. How does he get there? He has one of his normal like freakouts where he's like, oh, <laughs> and then he has a heart attack and passes out. <laughs> And then the next thing, the ambulance right. to the, the ambulance to the hospital, right. which is so like, because you don't expect that because courage like has a courage. scared reaction all the time. Like whatever. I, know. I was like, wow, this must have really scared him because he is always screaming at something. This one actually gave him a heart attack. Yeah, and then he yeah he goes to the hospital and then he just snatches the doctor and brings him back home. And then the the second part was uh, the second shock was when. You know, it's just Muriel being fine. And I'm like, okay, they're doing the thing that, you know, happens in all the horror movies where someone who experienced a horror tries to show someone else and then it doesn't happen, whatever. Yeah, um, yeah. And he, Dr. Leans over, he's like, now open your mouth and say, ah. Uh, and then his jaw, like, unhooks and just eats the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, chews, plays with the food and rolls around. And I'm like, oh, those are both the times where I was just like, ah, what? <laughs> and yeah, I was having a great time with this episode, so. Oh, it's great. So, of course... This leaves Courage and Eustace to fend off the weremole on their own. Courage, ever the resourceful dog, goes to his trusty, com- sassy-ass computer who, uh, <laughs> who informs him that the uh, number one best solution for a weremole is, of course, a mallet. Get a, I'd get a big mallet. Which I would is, get a which mallet. Which is set up uh, hilariously because like, Eustace is... He's like, oh, I need to get a mallet to kill this rat. <laughs> me mallet? Yeah, I need to get me mallet. Um, and he's like, no. And so then, yeah, Courage is like, what do I do? And he's like, he's like well, I'd get a, I'd get a big mallet. <laughs> but that's not <laughs> no, the... No, a cure, wants. a cure. 
cure. God, you're too good at that. Um, <laughs> so you can see the the cure is hair of the mole that bit you. Mm-hmm. So he needs to get the hair of the mole. So he goes out in a bunny costume, <laughs> which poses. is adorable. It's all on its own. Is that in a bunny costume? And he's like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna lure this uh, this mole and steer uh, and steal a hair, and he does. Uh, yeah. Meanwhile, Eustace does locate his his trusty mallet and plays whack a mole, whack a Muriel, I should say, whack aware uh, Muriel, whack aware Muriel, as she pops up at various points from beneath the floor. So, uh, just a barrel of monkeys this episode. Yeah. So she, yeah, and then he eventually, courage eventually gets the gets the gets her to eat the the mole hair, and she turns back into normal self, and then everything seems to be fine when the payoff <gasps> hits. Boom. Where doctor emerges from the floor like like a like divine judgment sent from God himself mm-hmm. to destroy Eustace. And yeah, you uh, he pulls Eustace and you hear I was initially disappointed because you hear some Eustace uh, get get some wax in with his mallet. And I was like, oh, man, is he really going to live? And then, no, you hear a gulp, you hear a crunch and a gulp, and you're like, yeah, that, yep. that was that was Eustace dying. And this is a good episode. Any episode where Eustace dies is a and, good episode. Oh. It's like a feel-good ending, you know. It's just like everything's gonna be all right. Courage is with Muriel. They're... I I love that actually. The, a genuinely, like really sweet detail about the end of this episode is that the minute, the minute Courage realizes that Muriel's back to normal, you know, she's just like rocking in front of the TV. Um, she's like, "Yo, you missed the whole show," and Courage just like Muriel, and he he just runs right to her lap. He, he like jumps out of the it's frame and so, lands. And, yeah, it's it's so darn cute huh. and really really wholesome. I love that little touch, and because that, that's so Courage, like he's just he just wants to lay on Muriel's lap and watch TV with her. Um, so now, yeah, that was great. And I and I don't want this to be construed as a a statement about any political figure of course that you know oh that, no what but but i hope that uh, eustace gets covid and dies oh i i mean <laughs> let's be honest here he would not wear a mask <laughs> um yeah we, again we, we, you know uh, that's the, that doesn't apply to anybody else no 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 no, no. politics doesn't exist in art <laughs> uh so let's move on to mother's day on that one, <laughs> Mother's Day. So our favorite character is now front and center. There is no Muriel in this episode at all. I know. I well, in, in, no, um, in the start she's there because she says now. Is she? You're, oh, that's right. Because she does not want to go. Eustace, Eustace needs to go see his his mama. I, I want to know uh, what kind of like shit that Muriel is up to. She says she's just watching her show while they're gone. I don't buy it. That, sh- no, no, no. You can no, watch your no. show with with courage. What what don't you want courage to be there for? Hmm? Yeah. Hmm? No, that's true. It's a good point. She's what up to what's stuff. The B, come on, what's the B plot here? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just want her to have way, some like wild like grandma party. You know, just have some fun. Yeah. You deserve it. <laughs> <you know? laughs> probably just like she's probably just making her vinegar jam. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> anyway, um, but yeah. So Courage and Eustace are off together to go visit his mother. Um, uh, Eustace primarily intending to use courage as an excuse to get out of it. Um, when he gives him the sign, courage is to become a wild, mad, rabid dog. Oh, uh, and attack no, so that Eustace will have an excuse to leave. No, that wasn't to get out of it, Mike. Because I mean, you saw you saw his reaction immediately. He was trying to get points from his mom. His, cause, oh, he, yeah, because oh, his, okay. his reaction immediately when oh, I'll he, save like, you when he fakes it was like, Don't worry, I'll save you from the from the rabid dog. 
Yeah. Oh, no, I see. Yeah, Eustace yeah, yeah, yeah. is a little shit, and his mom doesn't like him because he's a little shit. And so he's, he's like, if I if I save if I save my mom from a rabid dog, then not only will will I get the affection that that I've so long sought, but courage will be the villain on top of that. That's just a bonus for Eustace. Fuck yeah. You. Turns out Eustace's mother loves courage. Yeah. Like just yeah. finds him to be the most wonderful little doggy of all time. And, and courage courage is especially cute this episode. He makes like a lot of like sad whimpering noises and he's just like he just wants to he, he he's such a kind kind soul he doesn't want to doesn't want to hurt anyone he doesn't certainly doesn't want to alienate Eustace's mother and shithead that he is the entire time <laughs> he still offers Eustace a, a, a morsel a little cherry yeah as a as a as a uh, a piece as a peaceful gesture mm-hmm. which of course Eustace promptly shits all over because he's he deserves every ounce of hatred that his mother lobs his way yeah so, so he, I mean he can't fill his father's shoes this episode this episode started out literally his father's shoes are shoes are fucking huge he was a giant um but uh yeah so th- this episode started out as kind of like everything i've ever wanted you know it was uh-huh. i was like oh here's someone just constantly telling Eustace what a piece of shit he is and uh-huh. that's great and it kind of baited and switched me damn it <laughs> I was mad because be, mad. because it has had it had a somewhat humanizing arc for Eustace throughout the episode. Well, so for one thing, I think the episode was really trying to establish, you know, Eustace is kind of this like more pathetic character rather than like malevolent. You know, I think like yeah. I, think, I think Archer did a really good job of that. The show Archer did a really good job of of portraying Archer that way, sort of like mm-hmm. that. You know, his, in the case of Archer, like his, you know, alcoholism and misogyny, it's really just a, an, an immature reaction and they're not, they don't let him off the hook. It's a really immature reaction to some really shitty stuff that happened to Archer. And he's like, he's not handled it well and he's become this man child because of it. Um, yeah. And again, the show doesn't let him off the hook. And I think you're going, they're going for something similar to that with Eustace because it's like, oh, well, Eustace's mom was mean to him. And I'm like, and the whole time I'm just like, man, I could not give a, give a crap. <laughs> no, I'm like, I'm like, I, you know, they're trying to get me to to sympathize and empathize I mean, with him, and I don't. He's a I monster. I mean, did you get, did you get the impression though that they were trying to like explain his general temperament? Because I I wouldn't go that far. I I think that it was just kind of it was just kind of showing how the you know m- maybe where some of his like aloof grumpiness comes from but i like, think it was I, I, the fact that the fact that she doesn't like him and finds him like act like his his being a jerk to courage like actively repellent i, I it just kind of showed me like even if like his foundations led him to be the way he is there's like he's beyond that just a <laughs> reprehensible person well one yeah he is beyond that i'm i'm we're on the same page there i do think it was a little deliberate because there was one thing that i noticed his mom gripe at him saying stupid boy which mm. is similar okay. of course to Eustace's constant uh, stupid berating dog. stupid dog so I well was and, like, not, and not to forget 
She pulls the booga 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 on oh, him. And she pulls the boot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was a things <laughs> like that where I'm like, they really are. I don't. I don't know that they. I feel all too bad for Eustace, the writers and creators. Um, I don't think that's. But they are definitely trying to explain and, and kind of make you go, oh, okay, so this is why. And I'm like, I don't care. He's a monster. I, I don't like him. <laughs> so yeah, and I think it it ended. This is kind of like one of the like. Uh, worst for courage endings ever <laughs> because um, yeah. Eustace convinces courage to help him win an arm wrestling match with his mom. And then, so he, uh, courage, smart dog, feeling sympathy for Eustace. That's what gets you in trouble. Don't feel sympathy for never, Eustace. Never, never, never let up. But courage um, is a good boy. I know. He's a really good boy. I know. Courage is, uh, he's a better man than me. I'll say that. Uh, and he's a dog. So and he's a dog. Uh, <laughs> um, and aren't we all? No. Um, uh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> men are trash. <laughs> they are. Um, so, so she. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, no, no. How you're, could you? It's not like that. It's just that like all men. Are trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no. It's not like it's not like men are trash or anything like that. It's just like like all men are trash. Yeah, like, garbage. Um, oh, awful. So. They he put some courage being the smart dog. He was like, Oh, she sneezed at the flowers earlier, so I'm gonna put the flowers in your face and sneeze. And then she, she sneezes and her wig falls off because apparently this big hair that she has been a wig this whole time. And she's super sad and insecure. And then Eustace comforts her. And then she and the Ma, ba- Ma Beg, by the way, who is a, I guess a recurring character, maybe. Um, but she she and Eustace bond yeah, I, again, they make up, and then they've turned both their shitty feelings now toward back toward courage. And I'm like, damn it, the bad guys won. This is Empire Strikes Back. Uh, I mean, wait, what is the... what? Is, don't they just, like, take a picture? What... I might be forgetting. No, there's not like anything more sinister than they're they're now on the same team and maybe they made fun of courage at one point. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Okay, um, it didn't seem like she was against courage now um although who knows maybe because i believe you know he made her sneeze (laughs) yeah um so i don't know it was a humanizing episode for eustace i didn't because it's so detached from like you know muriel's not there they're, they're not in their home so it's like so detached from his usual environment i didn't see it as like trying to justify him through and through Sure. It's just like a nice moment of of humanity in him. <laughs> but but also that sucks because we hate him and <laughs> I don't, don't want to feel sympathy for him. <laughs> um I I did like the episode though. I think that um I I I loved Eustace's mother. I don't know. I just like like really enjoyed that character as someone who like is like crotchety like Eustace is, but maybe <laughs> just directs it in a bit more of a like a a, a a direction that's a bit more relatable and identifiable for the audience so yeah i mean it, the difference for me between him and his mom is that i don't see eustace as being capable of showing warmth and love to anybody that's exactly right whereas I, like, like whereas he like would not have was, yeah he would not have that it, like eustace he treats courage like garbage but he kind of does that to everyone too um, yeah, like he's not he's not nice to Muriel, so. whom, whom yeah. he called slave woman. Yeah, he <laughs> Let's remember his that. first opportunity, his first opportunity first that he one. had turned her into a complete submissive slave to him using the word slave. Yes. Um, yeah. So 
yeah, where yeah, whereas like Ma, yeah, she was really nice and, and welcoming to to courage. She has, I think, a kernel of kindness, which is again like, you yeah. know, I used Eustace, the only person he was nice to was his mom, and that's because like he wanted something from her. Right. Yeah. She she's probably the one person who can who can give something to Eustace that he actually cares about. <laughs> well, then again, also, and we will see we will see this and talk about it in our next episode. There are, are other members. Definitely not Eustace's, recording right after this. No, not at all. Um there, there are definitely members of Eustace's family that he wants stuff that he wants something from that he is not that, uh, he does not use that as a reason to be kind to them. Yeah, he's not all. trying to get it the nice way. <laughs> So I don't know. I think he's got some degree of warmth, maybe almost like not, not even warmth, but like maybe just a desire to get that approval and love like because it was denied him. I don't know. It's, it's, it's very interesting. I, I want to psychoanalyze it until I realize that <laughs> it's Eustace. And I really would like to spend as little time probing around Eustace's horrible withered brain as possible. I, I much prefer him getting devoured by a weremole. So, <laughs> yeah. So that was episode six. Nope, six. five. That was episode five. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we will be back at another time, not right now, uh, to review uh, episode six, which you might see as episodes eleven and twelve. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's how math works. Um, mm-hmm. And as I already stated, we are a spinoff podcast of The Cult Standard. Um, so you can find this podcast at cultstandardpod.com slash courage. And while you're there poking around, you can definitely review a little bit of our uh, Cult Standard episodes. It's been fun. Uh, we're going to do uh, next week on that Memories of Murder, the the other film by that director of a movie that you saw. <laughs> the, the, the one who create who is basically the at the center of the one good event that's happened in 2020 i know it's like that doesn't even feel like it's it's no it feels detached from the year because that happened before the pandemic set in Mm -hmm. so it's just it feels like a different universe i mean yeah the pandemic george floyd like all of that everything yeah yeah yeah. like all the 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 subsequent revelations of our our hollowed out decrepit evil society um some of the some of the the gauze was still intact over that. We were still somewhat under the illusion that we were living in a stable world, and uh, oh, it was nice. That was a nice moment. Yeah, and you can follow us our our podcast on Twitter at Cowardly Podcast, and we're also available wherever you get your favorite podcast: iTunes, Apple Podcast, Apple Podcast. Yes. Oh yes. no, sorry, Google Podcasts and yeah. Apple, Podcasts. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. <laughs> It's called. They have an app, Google Podcasts. Oh yeah. Well, hey, you can find us on all those apps. Let me know if there's not if there's one that we're not on. I'll do my best to get us on there. Um, and yeah, that's if you're not listening to us on one already. Mike, what do we always say here? Ah! Ooh.